pray. Oh, precious Heavenly Father God, yet again, oh God, we gather in your name, oh God. Father God, because there's no other way, oh Lord. Father God, we come before you, Lord. Father God, we, we come, oh Lord, and we, Father God, we come and leave everything at thy throne, oh God. Father God, as we come, oh Lord, to lift up your name, oh God, to sing praises, oh Lord. Father God, we think of Paul and Silas, oh God, that was in prison, oh God. Father God, no matter what the situation is, oh God. Father God, they sang, oh God, and they praised you, oh God. Father God, and the doors of the prison opened, oh God. The chains fell off, oh God. Father God, this morning we came with us, we came in the same spirit, oh God, to praise you, oh God. Father God, no matter what the circumstances, oh God. Father God, no matter, oh God, what the giants may be that we're facing, oh God. Father God, today we know, oh Lord, Father, that you are the same, oh Lord. Father, that you, that you, oh Lord, will do the same for us, oh God. Father God, there's a songwriter that says, oh God, whether happy or sad, we will praise you, O Lord. Father God, we come and we do the same this morning, O Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the song leader, O God. Father God, as we lift your name on high, O God, we pray that you'd bless him, O God. Father God, you'd bless the, the musicians too, O God, as they render service, O God. Heavenly Father, but importantly, O God, we pray, O God, for your word, O Lord. Father God, that we... That you'd come and speak to us, O oh God. Bless the minister of your word this morning, O oh God. Father God, we thank him, O oh God, for, O oh Lord, you used him, O oh God, in a special way, O oh God. We pray, O oh God, that you'd, Father God, bless him too, O oh God. Heavenly Father God, as we come, O oh Lord. Father, we pray, O oh God, for every visitor in our midst this morning, O oh Lord. Father God, every heart that is here, O oh Lord. Father God, that you'd move, O oh God, from seat to seat, from heart to heart, O oh God, and touch us, O oh God. Father, for you promised us, O oh God, that we will, we will never leave your presence the same, O oh God. Father, we come and we surrender all unto you this morning, O oh God. We come, O oh Lord, because, O oh Lord, we know, O oh God, that you are today, O oh God, the same as you were, O oh God, 2,000 years ago, O oh God. God, the same victory we'll have today, O oh God. We say thank you now, Lord. Father God, as we hand over the service into thy mighty hand, O oh God, come, O oh God, and, and change us, O oh God. Come, O oh Lord, and perfect us this morning, O oh Lord, unto thy word, O oh God. We pray, Lord, as we give all to thee, O oh God, we come oh, and humble ourselves now in Jesus' mighty name, O oh God. We say thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.
some testimonies.
before we do so, let's sing one more chorus, amen. Asiku, isikali, esibeni, bebina, esiloku.
you all in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I would like Brother Washington just to come to the front just to give us a prayer. Because I have one prayer request from Sister Sharon Rose. Uh, she's not feeling well. So if Brother uh, Washington can just remember her in prayer. Even just to pray to or bless the offerings as well. Oh, you can come forward, my brother. Amen. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we want to thank you this morning. We bring our hearts before the Heavenly Father. You said in a word where two or three are gathered in your name, we are being amongst them. Amen. Here we are, Father, as we bring our hearts unto thee, Father. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are most assured, we are most assuredly, Heavenly Father, that the Holy Spirit is amongst us this morning. Amen. Heavenly Father, you said in your word, if, if you can only believe, all things are possible. Heavenly Father, this morning, we come before the throne of mercy. Amen. We are a needy people, weakling and done. Heavenly Father, men of unclean lips. Amen. But this morning, Heavenly Father, we come under your blood. Mm. Heavenly Father, so that Heavenly Father, you cover us from our sins and trespasses. We commit our sister, sister... Sharon Rose. Heavenly Father, you said in your word, is there no balm in Gilead? Heavenly Father, we believe your word. Amen. When you go before here, Lord, Heavenly Father, in Gilead, we want to thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are still the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are still the same Lord that has been raised out of history. Amen. We want to thank you, Heavenly Father, for we believe a God that walks two feet. Amen. A God that answers prayer. Amen. A God that walks among his children and manifests himself among them. This morning we certainly believe that you have healed our sister. Amen. We want to thank you, Heavenly Father, as you commit the gifts and offerings in your hands, Father. We know, Heavenly Father, it is the service won't be complete without the taking of offerings, Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you, Lord, that indeed. It's going to be used for the furtherance of your kingdom. Amen. Heavenly Father, also you design the hearts of men as well. You know who has given and who didn't manage, Father. You are the Lord who sees the hearts. We want to thank you this morning, Father, that you bless everyone, Heavenly Father, as we prepare for the word. We also commit, Heavenly Father, every one of us in our hands, that when the word comes forth, it will find a place, Father. We want to thank you this morning as you commit everything in our hands. In the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we pray believing. Amen. Amen. Uh, once more, I greet you in the name of our precious uh, 
Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I have a few announcements to pass to the saints. Uh, the first one is apologies from our brothers. Uh, brother Mpanyani and Brother Mashangu, uh, they are not with us this morning. So they just want to send their apologies because they are just at work. And then also Sister Maseko as well. Yes, she's also not with us. Yes. And then also the, the others that I have is just a reminder to the saints. Uh, I think we've finally finalized where we're going to hold our December convention. So we won't be holding it in Bishop just like as we previously had. So we'll be holding it in Harangua in Medunsa. So what we'll require from the saint is just to come, especially those who don't have, have transport, uh, just to come and see me and brother Dipadi. So that we can uh, arrange transport because we'll be traveling to and fro during December. And then as time goes on, we'll just uh, tell you what the prices will be. Alright, and then uh, this morning I see we don't have any visitors, but if I have forgotten any visitor, we just want to welcome them in at Lighthouse Tabernacle. And we want them to feel at home. And we want them to not be the first time that we see them, even to come back again. Amen. And I have a letter of thanksgiving as well from Sister Tabete. Uh, I will just uh, read it. Uh, it says, Greetings in the name of the Lord. I just want to thank the Lord. Though I know I can't thank him enough, but still my heart can contain the joy I have. So I have so I thank the Lord that I could have celebrated my 50th birthday yesterday. Uh, I love him so much because he first loved me. And thank you, Lord, for the family you've given me. And I, I wouldn't change anything about my past. And all the trails and struggles I've been through has made me the woman and mother that I, I am today. And with God, all things are possible. And then uh, it's, it's ended by saying amen from Sister Tabeta. Can you just give a round of applause? And then uh, we like to celebrate with her her 50th birthday this morning as well. And then may the Lord be with her. God bless you, Sister Tabeta. <laughs> So without wasting of time, I'll want us to just stand up.
And then as the pastor is, gonna, uh, is coming forward to give us the word this morning, I just want us to sing a sweet, nice worshiping song. Yeah, but I don't suppose anything that you have. I'm in here happy this morning. Amen. Let's just turn to our Bibles. Amen. Amen. Are the icons on hot or cold? Amen. 
Amen. Matthew chapter 5. From verse 13, 1, 3. Until verse 16. It reads in this manner I found. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savour, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Etumele, Busawuti, Bufuswanganina, Agasa Sizi, Naluto, Kupela, Gulaswang, Apante, Anyatelo, Nabantu. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Nina Ningu, Kukanya Gwezwe, Umuzu, Oake, Entabeni, Ongasiteki. Neither do you mean light a candle and put it under a bushel. But on a candlestick, it giveth light unto all that are in the house. No muntu kaso kaso isibani asibere panzi kwesicha kodwa usifara utini kona siyakukhanyise la bonke abasindini. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Kanjalo, Marakanye, Ukanya, Guenu, Marukanya, Ukanya, Guenu, Pambi, Kwabantu, Uguba, Baboni, Misebenz, Yenu, Emile, Batumise, Uyesha, Osezuluin. Amen. Matthew 11, verse 12 only. Matthew 11, so Funda, verse 12, prepared. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Amen. As we pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, We've read a portion of the scripture here. We just want your divine presence to come and help us to illuminate whatever hidden message that you would want us to have this day, dear God. That our coming here should not be in vain. We should be edified, dear God. Amen. And when we leave from this place, let the devil be a defeated man. Amen. And Lord, above everything, help us to take charge of our environments. Amen. And Lord, to be able to bring the devil under subjection. Amen. Lord, we commit every man and woman in the building to you. As we have read the word, we commit the reading of the word to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. As you take your seats. Amen. Amen. Now, we, we want to speak this morning about 
I know that we, we made a promise on Wednesday that we would continue on the Lamb's Book of Life. Uh, but the Bible says many are plants in a man's heart. But it is the Lord's purpose that shall prevail. I plan that we would speak on that. Uh, but God didn't plan it like that. Uh, we are going to speak on the influence. Amen. Amen. Something that I was looking at. Amen. Now, believers must be influential. Amen. Amen. We, we need not to shy away from it. The moment you become a believer, you must be influential. And this morning we are going to teach you what is the influence and how can you be influential? Uh, the battle in the end time, it is so much, it is more of a, a battle of influences than anything else. Amen. And a Christian life is an influential life. Amen. I'm told that just the, the way to influence, it just means the capacity to have an effect on character. Amen. So that means you can influence somebody's character and influence the development of somebody or the behavior of someone or the effect of something. Amen. So that is what it is. So when I say the believers must be influential, I'm simply saying we must have the capacity to bring an effect on the people around us. The development of our children, the behavior of our families, and the effect that the gospel must have on the people. Uh, the, the today, and I'm, I've just read a scripture here, and the scripture, it's a it's often a, a so much misinterpreted scripture in the Bible. Amen. When it says from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and violence take it by force. Amen. 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 Yeah, Matthew 11 verse 12. Amen. The, the reason when believers look at this scripture they get confused. 
they just see violence and the kingdom of God is like an oxymoron there. Because the kingdom of God normally goes with peace, uh, with love, with uh, long suffering. Uh, and then they look at the scripture and say, what does it mean? Uh, uh, the answer, uh, what is hidden in this scripture, it is the answer that we need to have in the end time. Amen. Let me put it in this way. If, if the believers of the yesteryear, if they could have been complacent, uh, that, just, that just went through the motions. We, we would never have had to the Bible that we have. Amen. Uh, I Do you know what they did to the Christians of the yesteryear? And why even many years after they are gone, we still speak about them today. They were able to challenge the status quo in their time. They were able to influence even the popular culture of during their time. They were vocal about what they believed in. They were unshaken in what they believed in. They were prepared to die for what they believed in. They were were willing to be unpopular for what they believed in. Hallelujah. And then that's why they've become very influential. Let, let us just give a background of how they live. Hebrews 11. Verse 32. It reads in this manner. I'll just wait until you find it. It says, What shall I what shall I more say? Verse thirty two, Hebrew eleven. Verse thirty two, Hebrew eleven. What shall what shall and what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Japhtai, and of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. Uti, sengiza kutini futina, isikati kambe, siza kungishaya, uma, gibalisa, ngo Gideoni, no Baraki, no Samsoni, no Chefta, no Davide, no Samueli, naba profeti. Amen. Time would not permit. But rather than listing them one by one, he describes their character. Who through faith subdued the kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained the promises, stopped the mouths of lions. Quench the violence of fire, escaped to the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed violent in fight, tend to fly to the armies of the aliens. 
baphepha osikweni lenkemba baphiwa amandla ebuthakathakeni baba iziqhwaka empini baqosha izimpi zabezizwe women received their dead raised to life again and others were tortured not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection abasifazana bamungeliswa abafileyo babo bevusiwe abanye bahlushwa kabavuma ukukhululwa ukuze bathole ukuvuka ukuhle and others had trial of cruel mockings and scourging yeah moreover of bonds and imprisonment abanye balingwa ngokujivazwa nokushaywa yebo nokuboshwa nokufakwa etilongweni they were stoned and they were sown asunder were tempted were slain with the sword they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins being destitute afflicted and tormented bakhandwa ngamaji banqunywa ngase ngesiha belingwa babulawa ngekemba bazulazula bembethe izikhumba zezimvu nezezimbuzi beswele behlushwa bephathwa kabi of whom the world was not worthy they wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth izwe elingabafanele bona bahamba emahlane nasezintabeni nasemihumeni nasemigedini yomhlaba and this all having obtained a good report through faith received not the promise labo bonke bafakazelwa ngokukholwa abazuzanga isithembiso amen so those are the men of yesterday labo amadoda wasemandulo that were willing to confront the conditions of their time ebe bayimisela ukuthi babhekane nezimo zesikhathisana now jesus says from the days of john the baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and violence take it by force still in Matthew 11 verse 12 so Matthew iti kepha kusukela imihleni ka Johanne umbaptisti kuze kube manje umbuso wezulu uyafuzulwa nabawufuzulayo bayawuphanga amen so now we need to understand what does the word suffers mean kwamele siqondele logama elithi suffers uthichaza ukuthini amen so it mean uh, when you look because uh, most of the king james version was influenced by the language of shakespeare ukuthi le king james ibe ithonywa kakhulu ulwimi lwaka shakespeare amen but uh, you need to go and check where jesus says suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not athi vumelana abantwana abancane ukuthi bezekimi ningabangqabeli it wasn't meaning when it said suffer the little children bengathi uma ethi suffer abantwana abancane it didn't mean that they need to endure pain and injury it means it simply meant allow them and when john the baptist was not feeling worthy to baptize jesus he as well said suffer it to be so suffer it to be so meaning allow it hallelujah so what it means there when it says suffer the violence hallelujah it means uh, uh, the kingdom of god allow violence 
need to go and check what type of violence. Uh, it may mean an, a violence where you go behind somebody with a, a knife. But when you go and check it, it means a, a forceful aggression. That's what it means by violence there. And when it it says the violent take it by force, those that are forcefully aggressive take it by force. Maybe just to feel comfortable with this, the way the Bible normally uses the word indignation. Indignation, it means a holy anger. That's what the Bible would describe it. So it means that those that are of the kingdom of God, they will not accept, accept the status quo. They will challenge the conditions of their time. They will not go with the popular opinion of their time, but they will take a different direction. And the Bible says you are the salt of the earth. And we need to understand the purpose of the salt is to provide flavor to the food. So actually we can say you are here to provide flavor to this life not a worldly flavor but a heavenly flavor so that means when the people look at your life they, they, they must salvate uh, in order because they look at your life and they see that this is the kind of life that a person should live and, and if we are the light of the world then we cannot be hidden because a city that is set on a hill cannot be healed. So that's why the Bible says, let your light shine before me. And I will show you how to have an influence. Let us look at uh, the book of Acts, Acts 17. And we'll read to verse 6. If you found it, you can say amen. Verse 6, it says, And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, These that have, these that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. Kepa, benga bafumananga, bama Baba Hutulela, Uchasoni Gangi, Nabazaluan Abatele, Kuba Pati Bemuzi, Bamemeza Bati, Laba, Baiza Luz, Aba Luzisayo, Israel, Longe, Sebefigile Lapa. Hallelujah. How did they describe them? Baba Kazaranjan, these that have turned the world upside down 
are come hither also. So it tells you that these believers were not complacent. Wherever they went, they turned things upside down. Wherever they went, their presence was felt. And I believe today God is looking for men and women that can turn the world upside down. And how do they turn their world upside down? The kind of life that they live. The kind of testimony that they bear. And actually if I could give an analogy. The, the church. Today the problem that we've got with the church. It is no longer a thermostat as it used to be. I'm told that a thermostat. It determines the temperature around us. And it differs from a thermostat. Because a thermometer, it just gauges as to what temperature it is. But the thermostat set the temperature. So we were, we were not called to be the thermometers. Because a thermometer, it is just there to gauge what condition it is in. But a thermometer, it's the one that they use on your geyser. It's the one that will determine the temperature of the water. So we need the believers that cannot fit in. But we need the believers that can stand out. So that when the world looks at them, they can realize that this one is different. This church is different. This believer is different. This employee is different. But the problem today, we've got too many thermostatters that just want to fit in. Hallelujah. That are like communion. They get absorbed by their, their environment. But not the believers of the yesterday. You knew where they stood. Whether it be on Sunday, they turn to the world upside down. Whether it is on Monday, they turn to their world upside down. I'm simply saying today, we don't need a privatized faith. But we need a faith that can be declared publicly. Not only declared, but to be backed up by the lie. And when you begin to do that, then you know that you are beginning to condemn, to challenge the kingdom of the David. So we need the believers that are influential. And for you to be influential, there are certain things that you've got to do in your life. I can tell you one of the critical things that you need to do, you need to be consistent. Hallelujah. A consistent believer is an influential believer. But an inconsistent believer is a stumbling block to the kingdom of, the, of God. What I'm simply saying is that 
when we say you need to be consistent, you need to, your, your stance and, and your, what your testimony must never be subject to the conditions that you find yourself in. So that means at all times you must rise above the conditions. So that means if we are in charge, what you are and what you represent must be exactly what you represent at work and must be what you represent in the family must be what you represent in the community and when people begin to see that consistency then it makes your life to be influential but if they see this picture but it contradicts with that picture and it contradicts with that picture then you become a stumbling block to the kingdom of God but, but we, we need the believers that are consistent and that are not afraid to be influential because a consistency after you are consistent it means you are a person of integrity integrity is what you are when no one is looking so we need the believers of integrity who know who they are whether the people are looking or they are not looking and I can tell you today the reason the gospel is beginning to have none effect is because the people are inconsistent you see this picture today you see that picture tomorrow but we need the believers like Paul that can be consistent from the beginning of their ministry until the end of their ministry the reason we follow brother brother he was a consistent man whether you find him with a group of businessmen you knew where he stood whether he's with a family you knew where he stood whether he's in the public you knew where you stood and that's why today the believers today are afraid to comment on contemporary issues brother Brenham was not afraid and I can tell you today especially in our country the reason the government is doing whatever it wants to do is because the believers have taken a back seat but let me tell you something the Christians are a majority in this country 80% of the population are Christians but when you look at the policy of the government it does not reflect that why is because the people that must influence that they have taken a back seat I can tell you if I preach here and say homosexualities of the table the church will say amen but the moment the government official comes in the, gov- the people in the church they will be uncomfortable brother Mariba must not go on that issue I say we need to go on those issues whether we are in church or whether we are in the community why do we need to go on to those issues because we are the light of the world 
Kenya West. We are the hope that this world has. Because the churches have given up on the bride in the end time. She is the light of the hour. Because the word is now in the bride. The word is in the bride. And she becomes the light of the hour. Do not be afraid to say, I'm the light of the hour. And the light will never conform to darkness. Whenever you see the light in darkness, the darkness must cut out. The light and darkness can never have a fellowship. And today I say the world in the church must never have a fellowship. We must change the world. The world must never change us. Because we are the salt of the world. Hear me out my brother. You must be influential. Wherever you are in your school you must be influential. Don't take a back seat. Challenge the condition. There is a believer people. There is a better way than this way. That's why God put you there. What is our first duty is to be the children of God. Anything else is secondary. If I'm a teacher, I will be a godly teacher that has a godly value. They say the Islam religion is on the increase around the world. It's on the increase. Around the world. Do you know what fuels the spread of Islam? Those guys, you know, you you will never say anything about their prophet. If this church says something about their prophet, they will be here by next week. And what they have done, they can come into a community and can be one percent of the community. But they will challenge the community. I mean, we've seen it here in Wheatbank. They have got a mosque there next to McDonald's. They decided that it will be there. I don't know how they got it right. The people were uh, opposing that. But you should have seen the level of aggression. We need a place of worship. But if it is the believers, they would have called aside. Our brothers, let us go. Not next to McDonald's. Not to those guys. They believe that wherever they go, they must be influential in the community. And I'm then to see the take where message believers decide that wherever we are, no matter how small we may be, we will influence our community. Hallelujah. But you know why? You need to stand out. You need to have courage. Hallelujah. I'm told about a certain message church somewhere. They said, uh, the pastor said, and now the door is closed. We don't accept a new, new believer. If we accept new believers, they will take us backwards. We are far down the road. Amen. I know, 
I've spoken to one that belongs to that church. No baptism, nothing. Closed. Then I said, Ah, you are now becoming a cult. Yeah. You are turning the message into, uh, you are developing cultist tendencies. But I said, That is not how the gospel is. We need to be the salt of the world. We need to go out there and bring an inspiration to the people. But if we say the door is closed and it's only us, that is not the gospel. We need to preach it until we go home. And that's why I said we need to be influential until we go home. And you will bear with me when I say it like this. I've seen it even our young ones. They are are becoming shy about this message. Hallelujah. They can jump up and down in church. But when they are on campus, they become reserved. But I say we need to instill a a spirit of pride in them. And say, it is good to be a message believer. And when they are there, they must struggle to say, how do I convert others? Because this is the best thing that has ever happened. God has visited this generation again. That's what we need. Are we still together? Amen. Now, my question would be, who is influencing you? You can remain neutral. Somebody is influencing you. Who are the influencers in your life? The prophet says in the message, influence. You know, there is so many of us. Most of all of us influence somebody by the things that we do. The way we live. The things we say. We influence somebody. Somebody is watching your life. Then when when you profess to be a Christian, what type of life should we live if somebody is watching? Your life that you live will reflect an influence on somebody. Their eternal destination will rest upon the way you live and the things that you do for they watch you. Imagine if we get to the day of judgment and somebody says, but this gentleman, I know him. Had he told me the right things, I wouldn't be here. I knew he was a believer, but I never thought it was a serious thing. Because of why? Because of the way they saw how you conducted yourself. A believer must never be casual. Because why? For you to be influential, you must stand for a cause. And you must be prepared to die for that cause. All influential men throughout history, the reason they were influential is because they stood for a certain cause. And my question to you this morning, what do you represent? When the people look at you, what do you represent? Hallelujah. And whatever you represent, it, it, it 
determines the influence that you've got on the people. When Jesus came, there was something that he represented. He challenged the religious status quo of his time. Because he knew who he was. He knew the age in which he was coming He knew what his ministry consisted of. And I say, in the end time, somebody say we must act our age. And when we say act your age, we don't say act 20 or act 40. But act according to the time of when you were sent. What is our age? The age that we are living in is the time when the Son of Man must be revealed. And we must act our age. And when we say act your age, act according to the revelation of your time. You, you must never be ordinary. This message is the best thing that we have ever received. You can't present this message in any environment. It will work. You can see in the early stages. We were proud. We walked into environments and challenged things. Religious leaders. And said, God sent the prophet. But you see it subsiding. And here's the problem. In the history of the Bible, you will never find a scripture where Timon is fighting a demon. Where principalities fighting a principality. You will always find a preacher fighting a preacher. A church fighting a church. In the end time is a time of unity. when we are united, we will influence the conditions of our time. And I'm saying, brethren, I'm tired of behaving like a victim. Our arms, we lose our children to the world. No, so we've got an answer. We can be influential. And that's why I appreciate the churches in the message that how are you going to control them when they are not around you? At some point in time, you and your children must pass. And if it was a control, you know, I saw another foreman. He won awards. Because his production team was the best. Then I asked him a question. I said, but how do you win this award? Because you only work during the day. And most of your people work at night. He says that's the power of influence. He says, even when I'm sleeping, the influence that I've got on them dictates their performance. I say, this man understands because a foreman that is always having a stick as soon as he disappears the workers stop working but the workers that are working because the foreman is influencing them even when he's not looking they still work you are children this morning the reason they live the Christian life is because you've got a cane for them 
And you will not have cane for all the time. At some point in time, they must go to Tesha. And you must remain home. And at Tesha, they won't allow you to come. No, there's age restrictions. Here we want to only youngsters. After you are done, parents, you must go home. What will determine how the child will turn out? It depends what influence we had on them. When they observed your life, my parent is consistent. Whether there is a conference season or no conference season, she lives a godly life. Whether believers are there or not there, he lives a godly life. And that influence will come upon the child. And when she's there, and you are, you are not there, but your influence is still upon them, her decisions are determined by your influence. But you know that some parents are too holy that even children cannot approach them of anything. I've realized this. And I've been a child in the message and I know what works and what doesn't work. If your child does something wrong and you say to the child, what will the people at church say? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, you have already lost your child. The, the child doesn't want to know what the people at church say. He wants to know what you say. And I've always said, when a child is growing, and the child is not baptized. You know that there is a way to approach a child that is baptized and the child that is not baptized. If you come to a child that is not baptized and you come and say, but according to church you must not do this. According to the message you must not do this. You may be breeding a spirit of bitterness. Because if she is not spiritual, you need to parent her naturally and say in my house I am the mother in the house whatever I say goes and whatever I say comes it must come it has nothing to to do with church I gave birth to you even if there was no message I am still your parent there is an expectation that I have of you morally speaking, and after she's baptized, then you speak to her like a sister like a brother. I don't know whether we're together, but you must always connect with your children. But today, many parents have lost their children even in the message. Even in the message. Even in the message. When she leaves your house, 
she gives you a picture of how she is. But by the time she gets to school, she has transformed herself to be accepted today. It means you and the child have got no honest relationship. And it means that you are not influential in the, in the, in, in the life of your child. But the reason sometimes we are not influential, we are too judgmental. Even when the child starts saying, hey, mama, this thing, and say, what did you do so that it resulted in this way? Without listening to the child and advising the child, the reason it happened this way is because you did it this way. So next time, don't do it that way. Do it in this way. Then it will bring the different results. Then the child knows. When I've got a problem at school, if I get to mommy and explain to mommy, she will tell me how to get out of this situation. But sometimes as parents, the reason you are not influential is because you don't have time for children anymore. You talk past them. The only time you talk to them is when you need something from them. But when was the last time you sat with your children and really connected with them and know that I'm influential in their lives? Does it happen, parents? In most houses, even when we eat, we eat at alternate hours. John is eating in the bedroom. The father is eating outside. The mother is still busy with the dishes. And whenever you begin to see a family not having a common activity, that family is going. The moment your children cannot meet you around the dinner table and talk to you, you must know that you are beginning to lose them. That means somebody is influencing them other than yourself. And your influence and the person's influence are colliding in your children's life. And whoever wins depends who spends most of the time with the child. And I'm saying you as parents, you need you to fold your arms the believers of the yesteryear they subdued the kingdoms they subdued the principality it's time you claim your territory and say this is my territory the devil will never do whatever he wants I will have an answer because God is obligated to respect your testimony don't concentrate on things that are going wrong Concentrate on your position and retain your position. And when you are a parent and you retain your position, when your children are not living right, they are condemned in the family. When you are a wife and your husband is not living right, but you retain your position, he will be condemned. Because it's two different spirits. So never be shaken. Retain your position. And be consistent in your position. 
Amen. And it makes you to be influential. Hallelujah. When you walk into a room, your influence creates an atmosphere. A demon must live. Hallelujah. It can never coexist with you. Because you are a sin of God. And I say, believers, if you are not influential, start being influential. And if you are a sister, how many other sisters in the message are you influencing? If you are a brother, how many brothers do you influence? If you are not influencing anyone, then you are not doing your duty. Because your duty, you must be the soul. And if you are a married man, there must be a single brother that you are influencing who says when he looks at your life, he says when I get married, I want to be like brother so and so. you have made it your purpose. When Influence. Because the currents of our time is influence. Who are you influencing? And you must be deliberate as to who you are influencing. Hallelujah. Young men, young women that just start into church. You, sisters, you must say, I want to influence that young girl. I want to be responsible. And if they reject the influence, it's up to them. I've, I've made it a, a, a matter here. I want to be influential to the young men. Every young man that I come in contact with, I want to know where he is spiritually. And I want to know where he is even naturally. And if I come into in, in contact with a young man that is idling, I make it a personal responsibility. I must be after that young man. I must influence that young man to become a better man tomorrow. Because if we don't do that, the world will do that. Amen. 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 Now he says, influence. Paragraph 170. Now today, we find the same thing. Influences. We've got to influence. Brother we've got to influence. Before we can influence, we've got to recognize God. We've got to be clean. We've got to be humble. Humility. Clean life. Consistent life makes you to be influential. And as a believer, you want the people that come into your presence to walk out and say, only if I could be like him. But the only way they could be like you is when you are like Christ. Because Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. Then it makes you to be power or influential. In the message, Jesus Christ is the same 
He says, the hour is coming when this world will shake under the impact of the church of the living God. That's, that's moving forward in great power. I hope to see it in my generation. And I wish to see it in my generation where the church has got an impact. They've got the answers that they can provide where the world does not have answers. He continues in this message, question and answers. Yes, I have often said, paragraph 37, I believe in the church here, there is a row here, like here, there is there is, in here lives mortal beings. There is a row here. In here lives mortal beings. And each one is in this great conglomeration of gaiety, of blackness and darkness. Mortals live in here. In this, in this conglomeration. They are either influenced from this way or from that way. You you cannot be here a spiritual being, a sinner or a saint, without having an influence from the underworld, which is the demonic realm, or from the above world, which is the heavenly world. If you are influenced from here or from above, your celestial body is waiting up for you. So this morning, you are not neutral. Either you are influenced from heaven or you are influenced from hell. But the results of your life will show what influences you. And what influences you, it builds a reputation around you. Do you know that certain people, the moment you mention their name, there is something that comes up in your mind. If he is a liar, if you mention his name, you just remember he's a liar. And if he's somebody who's honest, the moment you mention their name, then you know that he's an honest man. And my question is, when your name has been mentioned, what does it represent? And what it represents is a reflection of your character. And your character it creates an influence in your life. And that's why I say you are not neutral. Either you are influenced by hell or you are influenced by heaven. But today, we need believers that can be influential wherever they go at your place of work. You do know who you are. Or they'll be shocked at the obituary when you are dead. So many believers. Was he coming to church? We didn't know. Hallelujah. Because at some point in time, if you live double lives, the lives will converge at some point in time. You can never mislead God. At some point in time, they will converge. And when they converge, they will build a pressure point. That's why God says, the prophet says, God, take me home before I become a hypocrite. Whatever I am, it must be what I know I am. It must be what other people know that I am. 
And it brings an influence. When was the last time you saw a believer with influence? And the influence is not so much what you say. Even without saying something, you transmit an influence. Some of you, you are not preachers. You don't talk much. But when people look at you, they just get encouraged. And say, if that sister is still holding on, then why should I give up? It's what you represent to that individual. And those people, they may never come and tell you, but they are watching you. That's why before you give up, you must know that other people that will give up the day you give up because they are watching at you somebody is watching you amen Amen. and say if this sister can go through this loss to that loss and she's still standing we must stand up and go to church and when they come and they look at you you provide an inspiration we are together amen same with us, married people. Your marriage, somebody's watching. And when they watch, they don't say much. They just look at the distance. See what is happening there. Hallelujah. And sometimes, when, when one believer falls, you see other believers staggering. It's because this believer did not know what, what she held or he held in balance. That's why in church we must not learn to kick people. Because if you kick somebody, somebody is watching. Somebody is observing. Amen. I hope we are together. Amen. Amen. Are we still together? Amen. In the message, God perfecting his church. God perfecting his church. And I want to say, even, even sisters, I will say it for what it is. Especially when you, when you bring up girl children. And we need to be honest we are losing more girl children to the world at the fastest rate. And I always ask myself, what conversations go on in families that make them to turn out the way they turn out? And it goes to you, brothers. If you say, I don't want my wife to work, it's a noble thing. Amen. If a man would afford, and say, I want to take care of my family, I want my children, whenever they come back from school, to find, to find, to find a the mother in the house. And, and other races have mastered that even before 
without them being in the message. I mean, I've often seen whenever you go and fetch your children at school, you seem to see a lot of women of other races coming to fetch their kids. Uh, and those women, if they work, they even make their employer to understand that they will work half day. Or I'll work from home because I don't want to lose control on influencing my children. Now, if you decide as a brother and say, I don't want my wife to work, I will provide for her. And you've got girl children that are growing up. And at some point in time, you use finance in your house as a dictator. Hallelujah. We've got such brothers. I will not buy it. Hallelujah. But you didn't promise that you No, I've changed my mind. That's my money. I'm the one working for it. All bank cards are with him. The wife has got nothing. A wife he lives like a beggar in her house. The girl children are looking at you. They're looking at the relationship and the interaction. And, and you are beginning to hear some of them say, Me, I want to work before I get married. What, what brings that mistrust? They've looked at the father and have realized he's not a true representation of fatherhood. Actually, before we lose the children, children's confidence in the heavenly father, they have long lost confidence in the you may not say amen, but a lot of brothers are using finance as a dictating tool in the house. Hallelujah. If the wife gets hold of the cart, it becomes a battle. The only thing that he understood is that the man must be the head of the house. You don't just become a man in the house, you become a man by revelation. Hallelujah. Brother Bram says they will rule their wives by love. They will rule their families by the way. Even young boys, I see them, they are becoming dictators. And I will speak as a pastor. Some things they buckle my mind. How can a 25 year old young boy who is a brother in the message stand up and beat the sister? And on Sunday he's in church. The servant still is revealed. Who are you fooling? Come on, sir. 
happen those things. And if nothing changes, that's why you see sisters developing psychological problems. They're developing nervousness. Brother, bring me the message of perfect faith. A man comes on the platform. Brother, Bram said to the sister, you are a nervous person. Something is wrong. And he said, it's not with you. It is with your husband. He is not living right. But look how it affects the poor woman. An abuser in church is more dangerous than an abuser that drinks. Because the, the woman is easy, can report and say, hey, this drunkard beat me. But if it's the brother that is singing, how do you say it when he's blessing the people? Humble brother. God bless you. Hallelujah. Seven sins revealed. We thank God for the third pool. But when he gets home, he becomes a boxer. Then the poor woman dies in silence. Who will believe me? Then she will say, I fell on the stairs. Amen. Without hands, sister, you just hate on your head. I've got, I've got them queries in my emails of young, young men. Young sister complains, but this, this is still a young boy. How, how did he turn out to be this way? And they're even threatening sisters. If you talk, I will leave you. Because why? He thinks his finance is God. Now the sister doesn't know what to do. Hallelujah. I think some of them we just need to pull them aside and say, leave that book alone. The third pull that you are talking about, straighten up, be a man. Before you go to the prophet, be a man. And live like a man. And if you feel like you are a boxer, who will get other men that are equal to you to box you? Because a man that beats a woman is a coward. You are not supposed to box somebody until we have put you on a scale. And find you somebody that will match your skin. And see how you will behave. But a lot of times, you find that this man so his father doing it. When there is dispute in the house, the father turns into a boxer. And the son turns into a boxer. And if God doesn't interrupt, the other son will turn into the grandson will turn into a boxer. But, but brothers, I say to you, we need not to emulate our fathers. Especially if they were not in the message. Because we are now new creators. There is a different way. 
men resolve disputes? And what is angry? She turns his temper with prayer. Men can be very angry. You. I think if, if there is one thing that has ever shocked me in my pastoral years is that I've seen men can be very angry. Amen. I've seen it many times. And I say, what happened to prayer? The children in the house. What spirit do they inherit? That's why when we preach to young, some young people, they switch off in church. Say, Pastor, you have, that's only Sunday. You don't know what's happening in my house. And I've got a tendency myself, you'll bear with me. Those that have got children, I tend to ask, is everything right at home? And if the child says, no, 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 then I'm coming. Yes, sir. Amen. I was telling another one, I said, you need to trust me, I'm your pastor. If it's in the right time, I will come and I will not mention your name. Because mommy will not talk. Mommy will protect the, the, the brother's image. Uh, and the, all the things that I resolve, they always say, why do you tell the pastor? Amen. Sisters, tell them, he's my pastor. If I don't tell him, who else can I talk to? I know very well that the amens will discuss. Before you talk to Madiba, talk to me. How can he she talk to you when you are a culprit? Amen. But the man that trusts himself in the day doesn't even worry when the sister greets the pastor. <laughs> but the, the one that has got issues, <laughs> when it says the sister <laughs> greets the pastor, <laughs> even when he's talking to other <laughs> brothers, <laughs> when they get into the car, <laughs> what were you talking with Maggie? <laughs> no, he was greeting me. <laughs> no, not for more than five minutes. Five minutes, okay. No, but Madiba is my pastor. It's not only a pastor. There are other sisters that he's a pastor to, but they don't greet him like the way you greet him. Then you know there is a problem. Amen. See, I preach it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Pastor is the pastor of the family. Amen. And that's why in this church, I've always encouraged. If you are a wife, and I'm glad there are some that have taken me on my offer. If you can hear your husband always saying, 
Hey, the pastor, this and that. And then the next time, the pastor, this and that. Did you hear him? Then you must say as a woman, which pastor do you respect? And if say, I respect pastor so-and-so, you as a sister must say, let's go and worship there. Because if you continue worshiping with a man under the pastor that he doesn't respect, he's preventing you that when you've got a problem, you must not go to him. Because I've seen a lot of times, a man will never say, I've got a problem. His first say the church has got a problem. The pastor's got a problem. So you need to say, let's find a pastor who doesn't have a problem. Because I need a pastor that you respect because the day you give me a problem, I must bring that pastor. Because if I go to that one, I'm going to make a Didn't I tell you? Did you hear me? Don't ever, sisters, allow the devil to rob you. If you hear the brother saying that, you hear the pastor say, we've got a right to go and visit, to go and worship with the pastor that you respect so that he must hold you accountable. Because it's dangerous to be under a man that is not under authority. Because you don't know who to escalate the matter to when things burn in the house. Did you hear me? Like the silence. Amen. Let me read the message. Hebrews. I am found them lies when the Hebrews. Amen. And you young ones, don't beat sisters, please. You are embarrassing us. I'm not only saying this, even those that will listen to me on the internet, stop beating sisters. It's an embarrassment. It's a low life. I'm not only preaching to you here, even the people that will get this tape. Paragraph 349 Hebrews. He says, and you people with this so blade tempers, that's always spouting off in the mouth at somebody can put up and things like that. Be careful. If you are guilty, if you speak a word against your brother, that's not right. Not just right. And go around and tear down it. You don't have to stick a knife in a man's back to kill him. You can break his character and kill him and kill his influence. 
Hallelujah. You can you see the prophet is bringing character and influence together? Because if they kill your influence, that's what we live for, to be influenced and to influence. Speak against your pastor here, say something better about him. You might just as well have shot him. Told something that wasn't right about him. It will kill his influence with the people and things like that. You are guilty of it. Amen. And sometimes I say, as pastors, if somebody comes, I've done it before. Somebody says, Pastor Madiba, one, two, three. You must be a bold believer. And say, shh. Let's call him as well. Because I want both of you here. And when that person will say, no, then you just know it's gossiping. Then you need to say to a person, I'm not a gossiper. Because if that man is wrong, he must come and sit here. And you sit here. And you tell me what you have been telling me. And I need to hear from him. What does he have to say? Because it doesn't matter if he's a pastor. If he's wrong, he's wrong, you must repent. And we need to check it out. And after he's here, and after you've confirmed, and I see that it is true, and if he doesn't repent, then I know there is something wrong in his spirit. But if you say I must not call him, that means there's something wrong in your spirit. If there is one thing that has ever made me to be a respected believer, I have never tolerated anybody gossiping about anybody. If you mention somebody, I say, let's get into that. If you say, no, then I say, I'm not a dustbin of issues. What were you telling me for? Because if you tell me something, you must tell me something that you are prepared to stand for. My brother phoned me the other time. Hey, Pastor, one, two, three. One, two, three. He was even not breathing. I said, no, don't worry, bro. Or I will call you back. Then I called the one that he was talking about. I said, we've got an appointment. And I phoned the other one. And I said, I phoned the one that you phoned me about. So we need to meet ever since he ran away. And I knew that there was the wrong spirit. And he wanted to transmit it into me. A lot of people in church have got secondary hatred. Somebody transmitted hatred to you. It's not even your hatred. Because why? You entertain issues. And the devil doesn't respect you anymore. He uses you as a dumping ground. You must be bold. And say, my brother, what you are telling me is serious. That man is a soul. That woman is a soul. Let's get into the car. Let us go there and hear this matter out. If that person doesn't want to do it, be frank with them. 
in the olden times, we used to have women that were gossipers, but today we have husbands that are gossipers. Amen. Amen. But you must make the devil to respect you as we stand up. God bless you. Amen.
one as we're going to wrap up in prayer. I think Brother Kumete is there will wrap up in prayer for us. Amen. Amen. Kulungulu to Tandegayo, Sabonga, Oskumbuza, and Kulungulu to Tandegayo, 
ukuthi sifanele ukuba sithonye ezindaweni esebenza kuzo sithonye emndenini yethu uNkulunkulu uthandekayo sithonye komakhelwane bethu uNkulunkulu uthandekayo siyazi uba uNkulunkulu uthandekayo singezenzele thina kepha uNkulunkulu uthandekayo uthumelile umlayezo wakho kulesi sikhathi sokugcina uNkulunkulu uthandekayo ukuba usibisele endaweni esifanele sibe kuyo uNkulunkulu uthandekayo sibonga uNkulunkulu uthandekayo uba ngaphandle kwalo umlayezo uNkulunkulu uthandekayo singekhona ukwenza lutho singekhona ukuba izakhamuzi ezincono singekhona ukuba ngoba abangcono singekhona ukuba sibe umama abangcono uNkulunkulu uthandekayo ngaphandle kwawo siyakhulela ngosujesu uba uphinde uNkulunkulu uthandekayo siqinise sikijime uNkulunkulu uthandekayo ibanga osibekele lona singaphela amandla uNkulunkulu uthandekayo siyazi uba masincike kuwe uNkulunkulu uthandekayo singenge sahluleka uNkulunkulu uthandekayo siyakhuleka emanje uNkulunkulu uthandekayo sazophuma ukuba la mazwe uNkulunkulu uthandekayo owakhulumile kulendawo uNkulunkulu uthandekayo ephile ezimbilweni zethu ephile uNkulunkulu uthandekayo emndenini yethu uNkulunkulu uthandekayo sinikela uNkulunkulu uthandekayo nomfundisi othewa wamsebenzisa kulolu sula namuhla uNkulunkulu uthandekayo phindaye uNkulunkulu uthandekayo umfihle ngaphansi kwegazi lakho uphinde uNkulunkulu uthandekayo umembulele uNkulunkulu uthandekayo ngoba umkhethile wamgcoba uNkulunkulu uthandekayo ukuba uNkulunkulu uthandekayo ondle uNkulunkulu uthandekayo ibandla lakho uNkulunkulu uthandekayo siyakhulela emanje sazophuma sihlukane uNkulunkulu uthandekayo ezindaweni uNkulunkulu uthandekayo siyakuze emakhaya uNkulunkulu uthandekayo simema bukhona bakho uNkulunkulu uthandekayo siphinde uhlanganise kweli hleka mane ngosothu Jesu Kristu amen amen god bless you let's give us two more songs before we go usa 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 gosi yenzizwe usithi usa baba usa usa usa
Sometimes it's good to pretend you are busy. So that every time when people want you, you jump in. Sometimes say, no, I'm not available on that day. I've said, and some others, even when they are not busy, they will say, Let me check the diary first. <laughs> Knowing very well that it's blank. Amen. But you can just write something and say, There is something at church on the 24th. We'll confirm in due course what it is. Something. Amen. Then we'll, we'll just have a good time. Just give us one more till we meet. May God grant. Amen.
ngumi ohle ukuthi ubona abantu esifazane abajulile abayimisele abantu saba uNkulunkulu not being shaken by the winds of the time banganyakaziswa yivumvuze isikhathi but grounded in the way kodwa bamile ntsebezweni keep on keeping on that way bengani inqube ngalondlela le good influence to your family ukuthonywa kuhle emndenini wawo amen amanje one more than we are going difficult to leave this church. all the best for the week pray for us as we pray for you reading a scripture a day, a day keeps the devil away don't just listen and April a day keeps the doctor away but even the scripture day keeps the devil away amen well evil day keeps the doctor away amen all right amen but because the apples are not original they say four apples now amen amen may god preserve you till we meet you can give us a song hallelujah